As you may have heard, Mayor Lori Lightfoot has announced her final pick for Chicago's first casino. Well, each of the finalists would have been great partners with the city. Today, I'm pleased to announce that the winning respondent is Bally's. The proposal from Bally's Corporation would bring a casino to the site of the Chicago Tribune printing plant in River West. But it's not a done deal yet. The plan needs to be approved by the city council and the Illinois Gaming Board. Now, in a moment, we'll hear from a residence group that opposes the plan. But first, we are joined by Samir Mayakar. He is the city's deputy mayor for economic and neighborhood development. Hi, Samir. Welcome back to Reset. Hi, Sasha. Thanks for having me on. So this is a long time coming for this city, and I know that you've been really involved in the process. So can you tell us why has the mayor been pushing for a casino here? Well, a casino is 30 years in the making. This is something many mayors have tried and Mayor Lightfoot is delivering. And the reason this is so important is it's a key part of our economic recovery in terms of bringing over $1.7 billion worth of development and jobs to the city, but also the revenues from this casino uh, to the city are anticipated to be upwards of $200 million a year, and that's to help shore up our obligations to police and fire pensions, which are absolutely critical. Can you walk us through the main details of Bally's proposal? So the proposal from Bally's is on the uh, Tribune printing site at Chicago and Halstead in the River West community. Uh, it's a $1.7 billion project. Um, and it has a number of amenities uh, beyond gaming, a 3,000-seat theater, an immersive agency uh, exhibition experience, an extension of the Riverwalk, a 500-room hotel tower, outdoor parks and music venues, amenity terraces, spas, fitness centers, six restaurants, a food hall. uh, And it's going to create over 3,000 permanent jobs and over 3,000 temporary jobs during the build of the casino. You mentioned a few figures a moment ago, but talk more about how much revenue this uh, casino would generate for Chicago and and what exactly those funds would be used for. Well, the total value, if you look on a net present value basis to Chicago, is projected to be over $2.7 billion uh, over the life of this project. Um, and, And specifically, when you think about that on an annual basis, the city is anticipated to receive over $200 million uh, largely from gaming revenues to help shore up the, the pension obligations. But also, you know, this facility will generate things like hotel tax, restaurant tax, um, and, and it will be a major job creator uh, to help stimulate the economy. Bally's beat out two other bids. So what was it that gave them an edge over the others? Well, like any large procurement of this magnitude, it's so important uh, to have a very fair, uh, thorough evaluation process. So we had Uh, Of course, we started with an RFP that was informed by a community survey. That RFP had five different respondents from four operating teams. Those were then uh, narrowed down to three respondents, and Bally's uh, was selected as the winner. There are a number of factors that went into the evaluation, everything from design, uh, transportation, equity, minority contracting, job creation, financial benefit to the city, uh, community engagement. Uh, So there were a number of variables. Um, and there's not any one that kind of tilted this decision, but holistically, uh, Bally's had the strongest proposal as determined by the evaluation committee. And that was presented to the mayor who has accepted that recommendation. And now uh, it goes to the city council for uh, for a vote. Can you talk about one other factor that the mayor mentioned? And that was that uh, Bally's negotiated a labor peace uh, agreement. 
What are the details that you can so, share? This was a very critical part of the application. Uh, you know, uh, we, uh, the organized labor community is so uh, important in Chicago. And what's important about this proposal, it's not just the number of jobs, but it's really the quality of the jobs. So Bally's was the farthest along in terms of negotiating uh, a kind of neutrality with organized labor, and they're making a commitment uh, to partner with organized labor on the operations uh, of the casino and also on the construction of the casino. The mayor also mentioned the uh, casino will expand on the city's goals for equity and inclusion. You did as well. Give us more detail there. How so? Well, this is unprecedented, really. And if you know Mayor Lightfoot, you know how much she cares about equity and inclusion. And, and this has been a focus for her since day one. So, you know, there are, there are a few dimensions of equity. Uh, the first is really on who is building and operating the casino. So, uh, there are large uh, percentage requirements uh, on the construction and hiring of uh, who does the work. Um, and, and so that's 36 percent uh, minority enterprises, 10 percent women enterprises, 50 percent of the construction must be performed by, uh, uh, by, by residents and their percentages on uh, residents in, in certain economically disadvantaged areas. So that's just on the construction and hiring. There's also a commitment to vendor spend. Um, so again, you have uh, nearly 40% of commitments to minority women uh, and other enterprises uh, for the vendors that will be operating in the casino. Um, what's actually, you know, really remarkable here is there's a 60% commitment to the workforce in terms of minority hiring on, a, on an ongoing basis. And actually, this, this casino is going to help build wealth as well because 25% of it is going to be owned uh, by minorities. And Bally's has uh, really set their application apart by uh, doing a crowdfunding option. And so, you know, you don't have to be very wealthy uh, to invest in this casino. Um, and that's something that, uh, you know, really was taken notice by community members uh, and, and our, our community that focuses on equity. Alderman uh, Walter Burnett, whose ward the casino would be in, supports Bally's proposal. But uh, there are some neighboring officials and, and residents who have voiced their opposition to the plan. And they're saying, that they weren't involved enough in the decision-making process here, and, and they're worried also about a possible increase in crime as well as traffic in that area. So what is your response to those concerns? So anytime you're building something in the billions of dollars, and, you know, I, I do a lot of work with, with the Obama Presidential Center, which is near uh, my community, and anytime you're talking about a development that large, you're going to have concerns, and, and these are pretty common with large developments. So we view engagement as a continuum. Um, it did not stop with this decision. We're going to be committed to continuing to meet uh, with elected representatives, uh, additionally with community members, with local businesses, to make sure that we address and the development team uh, by Bally's addresses uh, every one of the concerns that's raised. Um, but some of the issues you've raised, you know, there are proposed mitigants in place on things like traffic. There will be over $70 million of infrastructure build near this site to really build out the street grid. So. You know, we're very confident that the team has put forward a thoughtful proposal and will remain engaged uh, with aldermen and with local community members to ensure that this is a development consistent, not only uh, with the fabric of that neighborhood, but a development that Chicago can be proud of. Expecting any pushback from the city council or the uh, Illinois Gaming Board here? Or are you confident that they'll sign off on the deal? Well, I, I think the mayor's confident with uh, where this stands, and, and of course the city council uh, has to dig in deep and kick in the tires. Um, what I can say is if you 
uh, were at the press conference yesterday uh, announcing this. It was a, a show of force. You had representatives from organized labor. You had representatives from our hospitality community uh, and so many others who were there, including several aldermen who voiced their support. So, you know, we anticipate um, uh, a swift process through the city council, but a thorough process um, because it is very important for the legislative branch uh, to vet this proposal. And we are proud of what's being presented to the city council. You're listening to Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and that is Samir Mayakar, Chicago's deputy mayor for economic and neighborhood development. We're discussing the winning bid for Chicago's first casino. And if approved by city council and the state gaming board, Bally's would bring a casino to the River West neighborhood. Samir, thank you so much for the update. Thanks, Sasha. Now, as we mentioned, not everyone is thrilled about a casino coming to Chicago. Joining us now is Brian Israel, president and treasurer of the River North Residents Association. Hi, Brian. Welcome to Reset. Hi, Sasha. Thanks for having me on. I've been a member for 20 years. Oh, wonderful. Uh, Brian, in a letter that actually went out today, you wrote that your group was surprised and disappointed by the mayor's announcement. Why? I would say more disappointed than surprised. Uh, Like you, we've been hearing for about 48 hours that this was a possibility. But we had expected, like most Chicagoans, that there would be more time for public input, more time for evaluation of the proposals before a recommendation was made in early summer. So when this announcement was made, we were very disappointed that it seemed to short circuit the process because the special committee for casinos had only met one single time. Mm. So, yeah, more than 80 percent of the 2000 people who responded to this ongoing residence survey are, are saying they oppose this proposal. Can you give us more of the concerns, Ryan? Yes, I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, we represent nearly 23000 residents in the community. And naturally, it's not a monolithic group. Uh, no large organization is. So everyone doesn't feel exactly the same. But that's why we put this survey in the field on uh, April 6th. And since then, it has collected nearly 2,500 responses, and they're running 86.3% against. So the main concerns are three things. Number one, there's a concern that the Valley's organization doesn't have the expertise or experience necessary to pull off a project of this size and scale. Uh, The average population of the 13 cities where Valley's operates casinos is about 110,000 people. So we're talking about a $1.74 billion project in the third largest city in the United States. That's an entirely different proposition. Uh, Similarly, the uh, company is controlled by a hedge fund, and the hedge fund has been trying to take the company private. I heard this morning that that uh, offer has been turned down, so it's not clear what impact that is going to have on the financial viability of the transaction. Also, we're in an inflationary environment, so in the next three or four years of construction, that price tag may rise, which would cause the company to take on extra debt or find other funding sources. And if for one reason or another this project fails, where does that leave the community? The second concern is what I would call quality of life impacts. So this is already a densely populated uh, residential area. In the single census tract just east of the river from the site are 11,000 residents. There's about 5,000 additional homes and about 75,000 additional square feet of commercial space already approved or under construction near the site, which is going to increase congestion on Chicago Avenue and Halstead and Grand. And now we're talking about adding a 4,000-seat casino with a 3,000-seat theater 
and an exhibition space and yeah. a museum and restaurants, and that's going to make things even worse. Well, you know, we just heard from Samir Mayakar, who's the uh, deputy mayor for the city of economic and neighborhood development. He gave a response to some of these concerns, Brian. Did his comments help address any of them for you? Unfortunately not. We have worked with Samir to uh, obtain answers to a number of questions that we had about this site and its impact on the neighborhood. We have appreciated that he's been accessible and open to a dialogue about this. But unfortunately, our concerns remain unaddressed. Uh, This is going to have a considerable negative impact on the community. And that's not the only problem. Uh, We think that uh, casinos in general are uh, not the way for a city to solve its financial problems. We're not anti-development. It's very important to point that out. We have been working with the city and developers for 25 years to evaluate and recommend improvements to dozens of developments around the area. But we simply think that development ought to happen in a way that enhances the surrounding community and considers its impact on all the stakeholders. So tell me this, Brian. You're not anti-development, which I I hear you say that. I wonder if there's anything about this proposal that you see, though, as beneficial to to your neighborhood or to the city? Or are there any positives in this to you? I think, I think development can uh, provide a lot of benefits for the neighborhood, but I particularly would oppose the development of a casino on this site. So think about apartment buildings, think about condo buildings, hotels, restaurants, hospitality venues, green space. All of these things are positive developments. They all create some revenue for the city and they all create some quality of life impacts. But good developments don't come with the negative side effects that are often associated with casinos. I'm sure you're aware that there are a lot of studies that suggest the potential for increases in certain types of crime around the casino. There are studies that indicate the likelihood of a negative impact on property values. Plus, casinos obviously cause a problem for people with gambling addictions or the propensity for gambling addictions. And then there's a general regressive impact on the economy and the society. I'm sure you're aware that a large portion of the revenue that the Illinois State Lottery brings in comes from some of the lowest census tracts uh, in the city, lowest income census tracts in the city. And so while we support development that helps us pay for police and fire pensions and other obligations, yeah. we don't think it should be done at the expense of the most vulnerable people in our community. Well, moving forward, Bally says that uh, the company is committed to talking, you know, gathering community input on, on how it redevelops this site. Are you hopeful about that? Absolutely. We uh, definitely plan to meet with Valley's officials in the next week or two and uh, pose a series of questions to them uh, about the site and its potential impact and some of the decisions that were made. And we will push that information out to our members through our website and other messaging channels. That's Brian Israel, president and treasurer of the River North Residents Association. Thank you so much, Brian. Thank you, Sasha. Okay. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.